0: Come on. Sandra, are you ready? I am ready. Excellent. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Lifeblood Engage. This is George G. Our guest today is strong and powerful Sandra Francisco. Sandra is a business coach that helps entrepreneurs go from idea to profit while balancing their personal growth. Sandra, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do.
1: Yeah. So on a personal side, I absolutely love nature. I love being surrounded by nature. The more that there's, you know, no electricity, no people, the happier that I am. I don't live in nature currently. It's a definitely a life goal. I Love to travel, which has been, you know, kind of a bummer in the last year. And I I really do love exploring and just now my exploring is actually going to the grocery store and finding some new snack that literally (laughs) is what we've come down to. But I do love exploring and I have, you know, two amazing kids that I'm just so blessed that they chose me as their mother in this lifetime and on the business side I do help uh, new entrepreneurs to transition from their job to a business to start a business from scratch and to really have that system to go from idea to profit and the why my why it really just it makes me feel alive and this found me I've left corporate 11 years ago myself and I started consulting and I've had different businesses and coaching is something that actually came to me it just showed up in my world about six years ago and I just absolutely fell in love with being present for a human being at the same time of using my skills to build new businesses because it's what I've done for 20 years in launching product services and businesses so it's just the combination that I feel like this is my mission this is what I'm here for so it really just is is a feeling of alive.
0: Nice. I certainly appreciate everything you just said. With the exception of wanting to be out in the wilderness.
1: With,
0: <laughs> like like, how far off the grid are we talking about, Sandra?
1: If we're off the grid, I'm good. I just need to be away from like – I'm just incredibly electric sensitive. So anytime I can go into like – I can't really see power lines anymore. I, I just – I feel so different.
0: Got it. Got you know, and that's probably true for, for all of us. We just, we just don't probably recognize it, but – Maybe there's a conversation there for another day. So, all right. So, I, I, I think that what perked my ears up when he said um, going from idea to profit is that you help people develop a system. And I imagine yeah. that that's probably pretty key.
1: It is. And I think that especially when there's a transition from a job to a business, you do have a system in your job. You may not like it. You may resent the fact that, you know, you have this boss or this boss or you have something to do or deadlines or schedules. But when you when you're in that transition, often you throw all out the window because, yes you want to be free that's why everybody starts a business they don't want to have a boss they want to be their own boss they want to you know have manage their own time have control over how they make their money but often all that structure goes out the window and you, there is a system to developing product services and businesses. This is what I've done for 20 years. It's been heavily weighed on product development. So the system that I teach actually for new entrepreneurs takes them through explore, plan, develop, and launch a business. And there's different things you've got to do at different stages. We all know the statistics that so many businesses start up every year and then so few actually make it past the first and second year. And often it's because they just don't have access to those systems, those tools, those strategies that you actually need to develop a business that's going to be profitable over the long run.
0: Yeah, yeah, systems, tools, and strategies. And it's funny, right? Like I'm trying to get away from my job at XYZ Company because I feel like it's stifling and it's crushing me, and I I want that freedom. But then, once I have that freedom, I'm I'm used to being essentially told what time to show up, what to do when I'm there, what time to leave. And all of a sudden, now I'm expected to all of a sudden be a successful entrepreneur. But you need those tools.
1: Exactly. Because I always say, you know, you hated your boss, but how do you like your new boss now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So when I, 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 I'm not sure which one of those is, is, is more important and maybe it's silly to, to, to try to think about it that way because uh, I imagine the explore means, well, what are we going to be doing?
1: Yeah. And you know what? So every entrepreneur, and I will say me too loves to explore and launch. Right? It's like have an idea, it's such an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. I want to launch it out into the world. The things we don't love to do so much is the middle parts, the planning and the developing. But that really is the heart of the business. That if that's not done, it does contribute many times to the business that's not making it long term, and especially creative entrepreneurs, creatives. I always have creatives. They love and hate me. We have this relationship where they're like, Oh my gosh, yes, okay, okay, I'll plan. But without having any kind of plan. And I actually created a very simple one-page plan to make my creatives do something because otherwise they just kept avoiding it. But there's an element of understanding, what's your GPS? Where are you going? What are you trying to achieve? Why are you trying to do it? Just simple elements of planning. I don't mean, you know, you have to have a full-fledged business plan if you're not going for investor money and loans. You may not need that. But there is an element of understanding what are you planning to do with this business so that you can make decisions then as you, you know, grow and as you scale. And in the development, it's a lot of the market research, which again is not sexy. It's not what people really want to do. They want to skip through it, they want to do it. I called three people. But it's like, well how do you really know the market needs? You have an idea, this is all in your head that people actually need this and why they need it. So spending enough time in that market research and doing a really good job there can make or break a business.
0: What, why do you think that people resist that?
1: It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, right? Mm-hmm. Again, remember, entrepreneurs are attracted to freedom. But thats I mean, there's a lot of work that comes with building a business and a lot of risk often, right? But the reason why, you know, to jump on that ship is mainly I, I in 11 years, number one word I hear is freedom and different types of freedom, right? Freedom for your time, financial freedom, freedom to be yourself, express yourself. But you're looking for freedom, planning, developing, doing that, you know, that work that's really you don't really want to do because it's intensive a lot of times a lot of times involves analyzing numbers which especially if you are more of a creative you don't even want to look at your numbers so it's just it's not fun and you got into business because you wanted to do your own thing you wanted to often turn your passion you know into a business and you think it's just going to be all rainbows and sunshine and sometimes you actually have to go through the dark times to get through those rainbows
0: yeah well certainly and the statistics bear out that it is quite, in fact, rarely sunshine for for for, for the majority of, of entrepreneurs. So, um, where where should we focus our time? It sounds like you've you've developed the the, the planning piece fairly well, um, and, and and should we dive more into development, or where's where's the best place for us to be focusing?
1: In in you mean like as a new entrepreneur? Yes. So I definitely I think that every stage is important, it's important too to honor each stage. So the explore stage is when before you graduate from that explore stage, you want to have a really good solid understanding of your target market, of your brand, of at least what you're trying to put out there. I mean, it's going to grow. By the time you launch, you'll change. But having the time to actually really cook this idea, that's what the explore stage is about. So before you graduate from there is spending enough time that you're fully un- believing and understanding that this is actually viable in the market as well then you're on to the planning stage the planning stage doesn't have to be super intensive but you do have to have some gps and some guidance of what what it is that you're doing and some elements of you know what how are you going to manage the accounting? The, the parts of the business that, like I said, are not the sexiest, not the fun parts, but those components have to be there and develop. It is a lot of understanding the target market in a much, much deeper level. It How is this product or service going to get built? If it's a product, you're in development way longer, right? Services we can develop. Within a few weeks, put them together, you know, do the pricing structures, look at are you gonna create bundles, how are you gonna do it. That that's pretty straightforward. Of course, if you're building product, you're gonna be in development sometimes for years. It depends, right? Once you've got a a fully functioning product or service, you've done the development phase. Now you're looking into all the elements of marketing and sales and more details on branding. So they're all equally important. It's just actually the most important thing is to make sure that you've gone through these stages and you haven't done, which most entrepreneurs do, which is, okay, I've got a rough idea. I'm going to go launch it and miss everything in between. That's, I think, what's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, well, that certainly makes sense. And I, I'm sure that everybody's going to be different. How much, how much time should people be maybe, maybe at a minimum um, devoting to, to this process? This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show.
1: Yeah, so I, in the program that I run, it's a four month program. I think that that to me is the minimum if you are actually really serious about creating a sustainable long term business. Because if you don't do the work up front, you're going to do it anyways, it's just going to be harder and you may not get a chance to do it because your business won't make it long enough for you to actually do the work. So I put it in the frame of a four month minimum, and now it's gonna depend on what's your idea. Some ideas will take longer. Sometimes what position are you in, right? Some people they're they're this is something they're doing part-time and they're already working jobs or you know, 10, 12 hours, so they've got a little bit of time to put towards it, so that will take longer. You know, some people they've already left a job to start a business and then they run into trouble, but they've got the time, so they can go much faster. So then it really does depend on circumstances but I do put it around a four-month frame that is very doable.
0: Yeah, and I think that, that that seems reasonable to me that if you are going to have a successful and sustainable business that it's going to take an extended amount of time to go through this process and I, I, I bet that people who are chomping at the bit uh, don't necessarily get excited that it's going to take them that long but that's yes. that's the smart thing.
1: Yes. But you know what? It will take them that long anyways and longer, and it will be harder and more frustrating without doing it up front. So it's just once you get into it, I, I've, every student I've ever run through the, my process and the program they completely understand and they're so grateful that they did, did that up front because as now that they're launching their business and they're running into real life issues they start to see the advantage of having done it but yes of course that's you know especially when people are really unhappy with their jobs and they're counting the days until they can exit and and in that mentality is also then you're as you know we all mostly experience the fact that when our emotions are running high, our intelligence tends to run lower. So we're just like, I just got to get out of here. I'm just frustrated. I just got to get out of here. And that's when we're not actually also using our intelligence to say, okay, but how do I do it in the best way possible? So I don't have to come back here.
0: Yeah. Balancing that whole emotion and intelligence thing is, is a difficult thing in every aspect of life without question. Um, so I appreciate that. And it seems to me that, that without some help in this field or, or, or with without some help that you would without question miss out or skip some of these steps just because you didn't even know and it can be very overwhelming I imagine also
1: of course it is it's so overwhelming I mean being an entrepreneur is overwhelming any day. But in the beginning it is because there's so many things coming at you. You're new to most of it. And this is where I always say, make sure you get yourself a community. Whatever that is, a networking group, a you know, a group that a Facebook group or you know, a community that you're part of a mastermind or a, a program, whatever it is, get yourself a community as you go through this experience, but make sure that that community is aligned to you. So if you're really specific in your industry, there may be a community that's specific to that. If you are Let's say, you know, my community is heart-centered, purpose-driven entrepreneurs that have the most beautiful intentions, and often they have a challenge on how to create profit. So if if you resonate with that, you want to make sure that you have other people that are, you know, in that same... um, frequency really and then understand you because if you're going to put yourself in a situation where let's say you are a heart-centered entrepreneur and you've got all these beautiful intentions and you go into a networking group where uh, you know everybody there is just all about just just simply making money and they don't care about anything else they break integrity to do it and you're going to put yourself in that situation you're always going to start wondering well maybe there's something wrong with me maybe I should just be doing it their way and that's just going to make it more frustrating and more difficult and the point is for you to get support so make sure you are looking to see is this is this my tribe before you commit to that
0: yeah i I can't talk enough about how important community is so i certainly echo that so for a heart-centered uh purpose-driven entrepreneur who is just making ends meet but they're not making profit what what have you found is is are are there common things that are stopping them from from taking that next step
1: Yes, and the two common things is one, it it is a business strategy or tool or something that's missing that they haven't had access to. But even more common than that is actually the mental piece of it of the money beliefs. And often, I would say eighty percent of the time, whenever I'm working with somebody that's just having a hard time, even sometimes making ends meet, so having making money, making a profit, and they have really beautiful ideas of what it is they want to put out into the world, they're dedicated to making a difference and they're running into that block, there is judgment on money. There is judgment on the people that are out there making money and the belief that, well, yeah, I don't want to do that, I don't want to break my integrity, I'm not about the money. And so usually it only takes about 15 minutes of having a conversation and asking questions and I start to hear all of those judgments come out. And recently I was talking to a lady actually in Germany, and she's just in the beginning stages of starting her business. And she kept saying to me, "Um, it's not about the money. Yes, I want to do this, but it's not about the money. So after the third time, I just stopped and I asked her, just can you explain to me, like, say more when you're telling me that it's not about the money. And that alone actually, in this case, stopped her. And she thought about it and she said, why am I saying that? (laughs) She's like, well, if it's not about the money, am I going to build this business with rocks? And right. it just got her. Like so sometimes it takes longer for them to get an awareness, but she got it immediately. She's like, "Why am I saying that?" So often it is the money beliefs.
0: Why am I saying that? That's that. That's that's probably that first question, right? And just start yes. digging from there and 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 try to get down to whatever those beliefs are.
1: Exactly. So I would say that's the number one block there, and then the second is. It usually mixed with money issues, but then it's the fact that they actually didn't know how to look at their numbers, how to work their numbers. So there's a combination of both. But it's really, again, we're coming back to, you know, the emotions and the intellect. And sometimes people put away the human side, and they're just like, I know everything there is to do mechanically, why isn't this working? And they run into their own challenges. And then some people, then they just Focus in on the emotions and don't look for the fact that, oh, there could probably be a strategy or a tool or some way to do this. So doing it in tandem, to me, I found the best way for people to actually have that feeling of accomplishment and sense of fulfillment and have profit and choose to do whatever they want to do with their money. Because those people that have blocks on money, it's because they already have judgment on the money they're going to make. And it hasn't occurred to them that you make money your way, you spend it your way.
0: What what? what draws you to working with, with, with heart centered entrepreneurs?
1: You know, I have this mission that I believe it just came into my consciousness. And it wasn't always like this. When I was in corporate, I was 100% robotic, a money-making machine developing (laughs) products and services out into the world. It didn't even occur to me. I left corporate actually, because I needed to heal. There was, I had tense anxiety to, came out of nowhere. And I started my process of personal development 11 years ago, because I felt like I had to heal myself. And that led me down lots of different learnings and teachings and teachers and mentors. And along the way, I just feel like somehow I've been, you know, attached to this mission of helping to create an economy of care and cooperation, an economy that's actually built on, well, today we use paper money or money that we know of there's a lot of conversations on what's the future currency going to be it doesn't matter but i feel like business being the exchange of values and services if we do it in a way of we're being true and authentic to ourselves and in integrity we will create a world that is kinder and more loving and that will be better for everybody to live in and for the earth but i believe it will be led by business people because they're the ones that can make a real difference in this world
0: i love it well, Sandra, the people are ready for your difference-making tip, what do you have for them?
1: So, you know, I really want to speak to that entrepreneur that doesn't even believe they're an entrepreneur yet. And you may, you know, be sitting in a job that you're not happy with, or maybe you're happy, but you know you're meant for more. And you're wondering whether you qualify as an entrepreneur, because I get this question a lot. So if you have a desire, if it's alive in you, and if you keep thinking about, oh, how would this look? I would really want to express myself. I really want to you know, have a business or launch a product or service, just know that that alone qualifies you as an entrepreneur. I don't believe the universe makes mistakes. If you're picking up on that desire, there's something there for you. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to quit your job tomorrow. And I never recommend that. I, again, remember planning, developing, taking your time. But it means that you're already being called to that because I think we're almost almost 8 billion people now in the world. There are billions of people that will never ever have that thought, that idea. And in fact, if somebody told them, oh, you should start a business, they would reject it. Nope, not for me. So for you to have that, it's not by mistake. So even if you take a small action and just start maybe looking in social media for people that are entrepreneurs like you want to be, look for expanders. Just start taking steps forward because there's something in you that actually wants to be alive in the world.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on, come on. I, I, I love that idea that, that the idea that you have is is not a mistake and just do everything that you can to bring it forth. So I love it. Sandra, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you?
1: Yeah, so the best place is actually on my website. It's sandraifrancisco.com. I stands for my middle name, Isabel, because Sandra Francisco is apparently incredibly popular. <laughs> right on my main page, you can actually access a free six-week course, the Get you started as an entrepreneur so again if you are just considering thinking the best way to start is absolutely free it's six weeks it gets you to start in that it's really the explore and a little bit of plan and it really gets you to okay is this for me and it definitely touches on money values because i hear that always up front so just on my main website sandraifrancisco.com and you can get started
0: perfect If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sandra your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to sandraifrancisco.com. Take advantage of the great resources that she's got on the site. Thanks again, Sandra. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.